Welcome to Wild Seed, the podcast. My name is Danny Smith, and today I'm here with Ajamu Davis. Hello. Would you like to introduce yourself properly and tell everyone who you are, what you do? Oh, boy. Honestly, I don't know what it is that I do, but I'm just going to say I'm a little bit of a renaissance man. Um, I own a recording studio. I'm a motivational speaker. Um, Uh... I'm a big brother. Uh, yeah. uh, that Man, that's about it. <laughs> well, the reason I invited you here today is because you are a business owner. Yes. Um, and would you care to share the name of your business? Uh, my business is Davis Studios 206. Why did you decide to become a business owner? Um, uh, I was a, a recording artist slash producer myself, and I... I uh, had acquired some equipment and was like, you know what? I don't know of any studios around here, so I'm just going to make my own. And so I, I kind of set forth in doing that, and here we are today. And what is unique about your recording studio? Um, with me, I believe, uh, <laughs> it's going to sound funny, but I believe I'm the unique factor, uh, just by the way that I look at things. Um, I take things as as a producer would. I not only help them record, but I help them to find their voice, whoever the artist may be. And at most studios, they just push a button, record, and try to make you sound good. I try to help you to find out who you are and where you want to be in the industry. Okay. And so when you say recording studio, what all do you offer? What services does that include? Uh, recording, of course, uh, guidance and, and finding your voice, which is, you know, helping you with different cadences, uh, helping you actually just discover who you are instead of mimicking somebody else's style, um, mastering, uh, consulting, uh, just a lot of different things that just have to go with, uh, the business as well as the aspects of recording. So I try to help you understand the holistic side of the business as well as what goes on in the recording studio. And for those of you who don't know, Ajamu does assist me with recording my own podcast here. So thank you for that. In addition to having a recording studio, Mm -hmm. what other businesses do you Um, uh, (laughs) I'm also getting involved in um, the visual arts, which is basically video recording. Um, helping people find and connect with, once again, their true self and their true form, uh, not just in audio, but in visual as well, understanding that even the ugly side of you is still beautiful. Okay. And what? how do you advertise your business? Like Normally it's word of mouth, but now I'm reaching out. That's why one of the many reasons when you asked me to join this podcast, I decided to do it, uh, trying to get uh, the name out, word of mouth, um, and uh, utilizing your platform as well. Okay. But I know you're into, like, marketing and things like that. Oh, Can you oh, speak yes. about that a little bit more? Because I, I think you downplay marketing and your educational experiences. Oh, man, I don't like talking about it. But, yeah, and, and honestly, it's kind of 
based off a conversation we had. I'm not where I want to be, so I don't tell people I market. But yes, I do have a, a, a MBA in marketing. I just look at the aspects of what people have to bring, look at the channels of marketing and come up with strategies for them, whatever that may be. Sometimes it's social media. Sometimes it's uh, uh, just going out there yourself and introducing yourself to people, you know, events for some people because social media is, is, is not their way in there. For other people, uh, it may be a strategy of both. So it just depends on the person and their personality or their business personality. So what's your apprehension to continue doing marketing for other people? Um, well, the school that I came from, I, I just, it just, when you uh, when you come from a big name like that and you're still like this little fish in the small pond, it's like, uh But I'm learning that I'm still growing and I'm still developing. Mm-hmm. So I shouldn't hold myself back from these things. Um, which is another reason why I I am expanding and getting into uh, the video arts because that's another way of being able to market myself. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a podcast called Grown Man Shit. It's Mm -hmm. on YouTube where, you know, we have guests come on and and basically it's an open form of communication. The biggest thing is introduction. And then after that, we have a free flow conversation Mm -hmm. wherever the conversation may go. That's the best way to do things because it's organic. So that's another way of marketing myself and getting myself out there. Okay. And I like how you said that you came from this big name school. No, I'm not, I'm not going to talk about the school, but I'm just, I am going to say that like in my experience gaining my MBA as well, um, I think that it gave me the language. It gave me the networking skills. Mm -hmm. It gave me those connections, but it just didn't necessarily prepare me to be successful in an actual career in business. Yes. I think I had to learn that on my own and like by being a business owner myself, by making mistakes, mm-hmm. um, by figuring out what works and what doesn't work for me. Yes. So for me to feel uh, maybe a, a sense of inadequacy, and I'm not saying that that's what you feel, but like my education didn't necessarily prepare me to be successful in the career that I chose. I don't sure if, how that resonates with you or doesn't resonate with you. you, you, That statement is perfect. Um, I am now just growing into myself and understanding that, hey, uh, no one is going to better understand me than me. Mm -hmm. So I have to put my best foot forward and build the platform so that people can come to me. Um, It's it's a resume, you know. Mm -hmm. You have to put what you've been through uh, or people have to see what you've been through or heard what you've been through before, you know, they come knocking at your door. And especially for people that look like us, it just happens to be that way. Okay, going back to Davis Studio, mm-hmm. what are some of the goals that you have with Davis Studio? What would you, where would you like to see yourself? Um, just working with as many people as possible, uh, helping them understand where they they want to be, um, whether they're an artist or whether they're a visual artist. Um, that will help me grow immensely. Um, working with people, I believe, is is the greatest contributor you can have. Um, you learn so much uh, from different personalities as well as, you know, people that have maybe the same views that you do. Uh, so just continuing to work with people, building my business, um, and, and uh, just growing. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask you this before, but what motivated you to actually start this business? So you started nine years ago. Yes. Um, recording. Why a studio? 
honestly, back then I didn't know, but now I kind of do with getting into motivational speaking. It was a way to reach out and connect with people. Um, I just didn't know how to articulate it. Um, but to guide people in a way that was fun to me. Um, I've always been the type of person that's always wanted to help people, mm -hmm. um, even if sometimes that means I can't help myself. Building a recording studio and listening to, you know, how people sound and being like, you know what, I believe you can sound better. Let's let's do another take. I think you should sound like this. Mm -hmm. And having them look internally instead of externally because we're taught as people to look externally we're always looking at what other people's accomplishments are we're always looking at what other people say about us but we don't ever really until we're in a very dark place and sometimes that's too late internalize what it is that we want and that is the key factor to really finding happiness mm. and you know even finding the right mate for you mm -hmm. you know so once again, things that I'm learning. I didn't know this before. Right. And I know you've told me this. Yes. Personally, your, like, love of music, did it, I mean, that had to play part in you starting a recording studio as well. Most definitely. I mean, I started at a young age. I started singing um, at the age of six. I I was trying to, to write poetry at four. Uh, I actually wrote my first song and poem, I believe, at seven or eight. You know what it was about? Do you remember? <laughs> yeah, everything has always, like, I've I've had this infatuation with love. I have no idea, just driven by emotions and 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 just just falling into into this obist of of uh of a love gratification type thing. So uh I believe At age six? At age six. <laughs> at age six. What did you know about love at six years old? Um, I just felt like I was neglected by my parents and was trying to find something. <laughs> so it wasn't like romantic love. It was like a platonic kind of love. It was a platonic, and then, you know, when you get older, you grow into romantic sides okay. of love. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Well, Davis Studios yeah, sits underneath the Dynamo umbrella. Dynasty Enterprises. Okay. So Dynamo Dynasty Enterprises... Um, I was looking for something different. So that journey took a, a hold when I was like 24. And I was trying to find something that felt how I was feeling then. So I was just doing a lot of research. Mm -hmm. You know, dynamo means to hustle, to to find a way. Uh, then I was like, okay, I want what do I want to build? A dynasty out of it. And how do I want it to operate as an enterprise? And mm -hmm. I was like, oh, man, that, 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 that rings with me. Okay. And... I still feel that way, you know. Uh, uh, DDE is just, and just when you just use the initials, it just rolls off. It just sounds really cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Dynamo Dynasties Enterprise. Underneath that, what what all do you do? Like, I really want to make sure we're properly advertising and marketing <laughs> what you do and who you are, so people at least know who you are. You know? So who I am, and basically. I am a marketer that uses the tools of recording and the visual arts to help you find your voice. Mm -hmm. That is what I do. Mm -hmm. All of the stuff is a marketing strategy to find out where it is that you would like to place yourself. And once again, this took time to develop because I didn't know what I was doing. Mm -hmm. But underneath forming the umbrella and understanding, you know, basically just having years of experience and trying to figure out, okay, what is it I'm trying to do? What what am I actually about here? That is what I'm about. And 
can I ask how this relates back to, you know, this your studios here in Renton. Yes. You're nestled here in Renton. You've been yes. here for a while. Yes. You are a Seattle native. Yes. How do you give back to your community through your business or you as an individual? Like, what does that look like to you? Um, honestly, like, sometimes I offer free studio time. Depending on your situation, We will. I will help you formulate a plan to get you to where it is that you need to be. But you have to be serious about it. Mm-hmm. And I have to know you're motivated. Mm-hmm. It can be free studio time. It can be cutting studio time in half. Uh, it can be just sitting down, having a conversation with you and helping you build a blueprint for yourself. Um, and sometimes, you know, that I, I've done that before and I've sat down and just had three hours of a conversation. I will utilize my voice and utilize my experiences to articulate to them why I think that they should do certain things. But at the end of the day, it's on them. Right. So you give back to the community by connecting, building building bridges, helping someone else to build their own brand and gain that recognition. Yes. Is that what you, okay, I got you. Thank you for articulating that right for me. (laughs) I was just repeating it back to make sure I understood. Um, And so far, what do you think your biggest success has been with your business? I'm still in business. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, other than that, Um, like, is there some, is there a particular project you might have worked on that meant something to you uh, that you would definitely say, like, because I think sometimes business owners forget what their why is, like, why Mm. they, started the business in the first place. Not what they do, not how they do it, but why they're doing it. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes we have reminders in certain projects when we're working with certain people, and it's like, oh, yeah, that is that is my why. This is why I started in the first place. Um, and really exemplifying that spirit of who you are as a business owner and what you provide to your community. And again, I'm tracing this back to where we are the Seattle metro area, Renton. Mm-hmm. So do you have an example of that? Or it could even be something within yourself, like something you, you created a really dope beat and you're like, this is <laughs> this is it. I, I believe um, my biggest achievement is meeting people such as yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, putting my sweet. Yeah, put, put, <laughs> no, for real. Putting myself um, out there to to meet people like you that are willing to help my business grow um and i commend myself for giving myself uh the fearlessness to be able to do it mm-hmm. um you know we have to honor ourselves as well as give other people their just due um it's not just about giving other people roses but at the same time you live in this shell this body so you have to give yourself credibility as well mm-hmm. and you have to tell yourself thank you and pat yourself on the back. Because um, if you don't, sometimes those other people such as yourself, you know, it's going to be a hard find. So you have to look internally before you look externally. Right. Um, and once again, new things that we're learning, new things that I'm learning. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the internal process that creates the, the external results. Conversely, mm-hmm. what has been your biggest challenge as a business owner, like oh. something that has definitely uh, presented you with an opportunity to be a better business person. Because I think challenges yes. help us to maneuver ourselves to be better people. Yes. What yeah. would you say that? Oh, my goodness. Um, 
being in this partnership with my brothers, they they most <laughs> definitely get on my nerves, but let's, I love them. Hold on, let's hope they don't listen to this one. <laughs> no, nah, they can't. They can't. They, they get on my nerves. I love them. Um, you know, and when we when we work together, it's an amazing atmosphere. Uh, but sometimes getting the understanding is is like finding a needle in a haystack. Um, but once we come together and formulate something, it's always special. So I appreciate them for it. I appreciate them for the hard times and the good times. So when you say challenging, mm-hmm. it's just because you all are different people and you proceed differently. Maybe you think about things differently. Is that what you're saying about it yes. being challenging to work with them? Yeah. Mo- mo- most definitely. I mean, I, because I've gone to school for certain things, I believe things should be ran a certain way and mm-hmm. because they have life experience in a different way. They believe that things should be ran a different way. Yeah. But when we put those things off to the side and we actually sit down and get something done, mm-hmm. it's beautiful. Okay, so I like to think that life happens in chapters. Okay. And you just had a birthday, so happy yeah, birthday, by the thank way. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Look, at you're over here grinning, cheesing <laughs> from ear to ear, talking about your birthday. So what chapter would you say that this is in your life? Uh, wisdom. That's Most, what you're going to title it, wisdom? I'm going to title it wisdom. <laughs> um, wisdom and getting over the scornness. Mm. Yeah. Are you going to speak to that or? Oh yeah, I'm you, don't, not, you, don't I, have, I, you don't have to tell us in detail. Uh, I, I I I went through a tough divorce, mm-hmm. um, and it, it shaped a different reality for me. Um, and in some of that reality, I'm wrong about feeling certain ways, but it's a way of protecting my emotions, and I know I'm wrong. And I'm hoping one day that I can, I can get over it. Like, because of what happened, I, I only put people in this box, and I don't let them go any further than that box. Mm-hmm. That's that's not good. Are those like walls that you're saying you built up, or oh when you goodness. say a box, it's not right to feel this way because that that blocks a lot of blessings. I know this, mm-hmm. um, and it's just an emotional thing that I'm dealing with. Mm-hmm. And once again, I know it, but at the same time, it's a process that I have to go through mm-hmm. in order to to get over it fully. Because if if I don't do it right, then the walls in the island just get bigger. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm a people person, and that distanced me from my connection with people. That's not a good thing for me. That's not good for business for me. Okay, well, this is not the end of your your book, if I'm, like, you know, oh, fitting no. it in chapters. No, so no, where no. do you hope you're going to go from here? Um, Well, uh, uh, most definitely uh, fruition is to be a very successful businessman. Well, what's your next chapter? Like, this is not the end of your book. So oh, no, 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 your, no. Yeah, what, what do you hope your next chapter is? Uh, if you title this chapter, what's the next uh, Next what's chapter. the next? Uh, Overcoming. Financially made it. <laughs> Financially made it. That's Financially made it. Financially wow, made it. That was going to be more exciting. No, 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 no. But shoot. Financially made it. You know what? Financially made it. I know what that means. I yeah. just thought you were going to give me like a better title. Oh, heck no. I'm going to leave it. Keep it very <laughs> simple. I'm, I'm talking about a huge house with a couple cars in the garage. And uh, I don't know. I'm talking. That's, 
then I can be like, okay, maybe kind of healed, which means now I'm looking for that that next person to to help complete the circle of life for me. Mm-hmm. I'm willing now to go on that journey, but I want to make sure my finances are straight first. Um, I the way that I I see relationships is in a totally different way, and we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and if you look at my podcast, you'll see how I feel about <laughs> relationships. <laughs> Exactly. We were not. This is not that. So we're gonna stick to this topic here. You guys just check me out. Just check out the podcast on YouTube. Okay. Well, so I really strongly follow Stoic philosophy. Okay. And this podcast is obviously about turning obstacles into success factors. Yes. Understanding that obstacle is the way to achieve your success, and it motivates you. It inspires you when you have difficulties in life to be better. So one of the books that I have found a lot of saving grace in for myself um, has been Ryan Holiday's book, Ego is the Enemy. Mm. And I recently read a quote from the book and I really wanted, I wanted to speak on it and ask your opinion on it. So the quote says, those who know do not speak. Those who speak do not know. So what does that mean to you to like denying your ego first off? Because mm. the name of the book is Ego is the Enemy. Mm-hmm. And then understanding like speaking when it's valuable and value added? Um, that comes from wisdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, most people, a lot of people speak just to be heard and they don't even know what it is that they're saying. But when you speak from wisdom and logic, you speak from a place that even a person that hasn't been there can understand. And so you don't speak loudly, you speak quietly. Um, anytime you're speaking loudly, for most part... Uh, depending on the conversation, I don't think you know what you're talking about because now you're trying to exude yourself and overpower somebody over the conversation. When you know, if you know what you're talking about, it comes in a whisper. Mm. So how do you allow your actions to speak for you rather than your words? Like, what does that look like? Being a doer. Going out and doing what you told yourself and letting people see that. Um, and then letting people say what you've done and how it affects them in a, in a positive way, such as yourself. Um, you're a business owner. People mm-hmm. can come to your business. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to them, you're successful. But maybe to yourself, you're not. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. I hear you. Okay. I'm receiving that. <laughs> okay. You know, although sometimes it's difficult for me, I'm receiving it. I hear you. Um so if you can highlight one thing about yourself and your personal characteristics that has allowed you to be successful, I know we talked about personal trait, characteristic, do you think you have been endowed with that has allowed you to be successful in the way that you have? Being able to have these conversations, um, conversations with people, I believe, is my, my biggest contributor. Um, being able to be unbiased, but be able to give my opinions about how people may feel about certain situations. Mm-hmm. Uh, except for if you look at my podcast, kind of crazy on that one. But in, but who I am as a person uh, and who I'm portraying to be on the podcast are two different people. It's just, well, they're, they're one and the same, but it's just an extension of who I am. Um, but holistically, it's really having conversations with people and getting 
to know them on an intimate level because I don't think there's any uh, anything more sensual than a conversation. I don't even think sex is as sensual as a conversation because I have to take time to listen to what it is that you're saying. You have to take time to listen to what it is that I'm saying. And then we have to dissect it, you know. And sometimes in dissecting it, you may not like what that person said. And so then it's asking more questions so you can get, you know, a thorough answer that maybe you're subjective to. Mm. And even if you don't like it, you still have an understanding now about that person. Unlike sex, which is caused by, that's gratification Mm -hmm. in certain areas. But a conversation is a true understanding of the person that you're dealing with on the other hand. So is that how you feel like you can help someone else be successful is by having those conversations, having those intimate moments, most conversing? And most definitely. Okay, yeah. And is that something that frequently happens with you? Like some, like those conversations, those moments? like um, All the time. It, it just happens. I mean, honestly, I, I should have just... And stuck on the route that I was going to do in, in high school and, and been a psychologist. <laughs> <laughs> so even though you have these walls build up, uh-huh. you are still able to connect and show your true person, even even if you haven't fully broken down those barriers, you are in the process of it, and that's what that looks like, overcoming mm-hmm. those obstacles and allowing the true Ajamu to shine through and to come through. Because I'm honest with myself, and I know that I have these flaws. <clears throat> is the only reason why I'm able to be honest. Mm-hmm. And people that know me and people that have conversations with me can see that. Uh, if I lied to myself, I wouldn't be able to help anybody. I'd just be a ranting, raving person uh, talking about things that make me mad. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to change the subject a little bit. I'm going to no go back problem. to something you said earlier. Okay. You were talking about love. Yes. What does love mean to you? What is the definition of it? Well, it, it, this is funny. I was watching a show, and uh, the person that said this said it perfectly. Love to me right now is loyalty. Mm. What is loyalty? Loyalty has to do with trust. Being able to trust you. You say you're going to do something, you're going to do it. Uh, if I need you, you're there. Mm-hmm. And so... It has to do with loyalty because anybody can say that they love you. And the funny thing about it is if you look up love, it has to do with the statement of an emotional feeling. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. So loyalty is the action behind the yes. feeling. Yes. Okay. I'd rather deal with loyalty. Love is based off not just what you do for me but what you show me mm-hmm. now what about self-love what is what is the definition <laughs> of self-love to you and how do you demonstrate that to yourself self-love is <clears throat> let me give you my definition pulling yourself through the despairs of the world in order to find out who you are. Mm-hmm. A lot of people drown in their own despair. They cause self-harm, self-infliction, and die from it internally before they die for it externally. Before they die for it externally. Mm-hmm. 
And if you cause internal death, you're already dead externally. There's an opportunity for other people to see something in us sometimes. And I'm, I'm, I'm acknowledging this and using new information to become <laughs> uh, more aware of my own self and how I present. I do think that sometimes people can see us before we see ourselves in becoming successful. And I'm yes. going to use that word to okay. find you. Yes. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say that you had to overcome yourself and your idea of loving yourself mm-hmm. in order to reach where you are now. Most definitely. I had to find love within myself. Um, the best thing, and it's the craziest thing, uh, only on your podcast will you probably hear this. She probably would never hear this anywhere else, so she better check this out. I thank her for that. Mm-hmm. Because if it wasn't, if she didn't do what she did, I wouldn't have found myself. Mm-hmm. So it was through her neglect that I found me. And even though it's it's horrific and sad to say that, I believe it's also a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can appreciate that. Mm-hmm. If there was a song that was going to define you, what mm-hmm. would that song be? I don't think guys make that one yet. And the only reason I say that is because I'm still transitioning. Mm-hmm. And so there, there's a lot of songs that out there that I like um, or that I liked, but they only define me in that emotional state. Right. You know, they don't define me holistically. And so I don't know if there's a song that's been written that defines me holistically yet. Okay, well, the title of this episode is Ajamu Davis, All Eyes on Me. So I was hoping you were going to reference uh, Tupac. Tupac. Now, and are you talking your... about artists? Now, rap artists? That's my dude. Well, we talked about that song, too. Yes. Oh, that is my dude. That's my guy. I remember, man, hearing Pac listening to Pac. Pac got me through a lot of stuff, man. I wish I could have met that guy. That brother's very special. That's mm-hmm. I haven't sent beans. I think for each person, he represents something to them, yes. whether it's internally or externally. So what about him do you admire so much? Uh, truth. How he was unapologetically himself. I hear you. Well, thank you, Ajamu, for no coming here. A glimpse into who you are on a deeper level. Um, and also your business on a deeper level, and why you got into this in the first place. You no know, problem. to thank you for having me. Build community, share yourself. Yes. Uh, but with the world in a yes. way, like through your music, and you know, building beats, helping produce podcasts like this. Um, so I know you have your podcast. Yes. Is there any other way that people can follow you, like you, support you? Any other projects you have up and coming that you can share with, talk about? Uh, so we're working on our, our Instagram, our Twitter and everything else like that. That should be up within a week. So I'll send you some information on that if you just want to post it. Um, uh, but the biggest thing I'm working on now is, uh, getting into the visual arts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see how 
that helps people, helping people find their voice, whether it's through motivational speaking, uh, rather it's through helping them formulate commercials, mm-hmm. uh, whatever it may be to help them, you know, generalize and get a true understanding for who they are as a person and their business. Okay, well, I'll tag and link those somewhere in the podcast. No problem, uh, sounds like a plan. Notes, yeah, so that way people can follow you. That sounds cool. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm.